Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What we want to talk about here to get things started this hour, and we'll include your calls, is that the leader of the Bloc Québécois, Monsieur Blanchet, very interestingly wrote a letter, an open letter, that begins, My Canadian or Dear Canadian Neighbors... I'm speaking to you today about an issue that affects you as much as it does us, the people of Quebec. The British monarchy, whether we like it or not, occupies a significant place in our lives and the functioning of our respective nations. Uh, With all due respect, the coming coronation of the new monarch, Charles III, must not overshadow the duty we have to question the institution, as we recall, of divine right, which is the British crown. And, of course, uh, Mr. Blanchet goes on to say that it's time for the allegiance to the crown and for the king to be the head of state in Canada has to end. It's interesting that it comes from Blanchet because if we were to have just a generic discussion on the air about that, I think we might get some different responses than we're going to get when I talk about Monsieur Blanchet. Also, on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, in Parliament, he admitted, look, come on, nobody's surprised, that he was insincere when he swore allegiance when he took his MP's oath, insincere, because of the crown. Now, when you swear an oath, that's serious business. And when you compromise the oath, that's serious business too. My good friend, and I mean this sincerely, you know he's been on this program many times, Nino Colavecchio joins us, Montreal sovereignist, or Quebec sovereignist in Montreal, former Parti Quebecois candidate, political consultant, and radio talk show host. So, Nino... Uh, when, when when Blanchet starts a letter with dear neighbors, come on. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he likes a friendly neighborhood. Um, essentially, uh, re- regardless of the way he began that, I think he touches on some very serious issues. And I think the ser- issues that concern all Canadians, in fact, uh, regardless of your political views or what region you're from, uh, I believe latest polls say that a majority of Canadians favor, um, if I can put it nicely, getting rid of the monarchy or abolishing this uh, this feudal system in Canada. So uh, he's not entirely in left field. So he's tapping into an already open vein by, by doing this. The timing is, of course, interesting because the investiture of the new king is going to happen shortly. And, the, the, of course, as you and I both know, the debate is going to continue, and, and it has already been front and center at various times about whether the monarchy should continue to be so significant in the uh, day-to-day apparatus of this country. When it's brought up in Quebec, what's the uh, breakdown? How many Quebecers, what percentage of Quebecers say, time for it to end? Oh, I, th- I think we're up to about 80% in Quebec, <laughs> frankly. Um, and, and you can understand that. I mean, the historical... The historical uh, issues there make sense. It, it would make sense that more Quebecers are against the monarchy than other parts of Canada. But I think that it's time that we we sort of address this in a very um, in a in a serious manner. And for for politicians to say, well, Canadians are unable, don't want to hear about this because we're so much involved now with uh, the inflation and the economy and the recession going on or everything else that's happening to us. Um, I think it, it doesn't it doesn't do uh, justice to Canadian to, to Canadian people. I think we're able to walk and chew gum at the same time, just just because we are concerned, of course, about 
all these economic issues and other issues and other challenges, the environment and other challenges that we are faced, does not mean that we should not be dealing with this issue. I think it's it's time. And the fact that, you know, we all had great affection for Queen Elizabeth. And I confess to, to, to you know, uh, having having a shed a tear or two when she passed away, even though I'm far from being a monarchist. But she was somebody that we respected strictly because of her her historical value. She's someone that that has been that, that really uh, uh, was an, an icon in our society. But I, I don't think uh, many people feel the same affection towards uh, Charles. And uh, it may be the right time to reconsider this once and for all. Yeah, uh, I'd be willing to get into a debate, into a, a discussion about this, because I've said many times that uh, my nearly my allegiance is to uh, is to this country, is to Canada, and I was a little kid in England, you know, and uh, I received a cup and saucer when uh, I know you're going to laugh, but I received a little cup and saucer when uh, I was about five years old, when uh, the coronation of the Queen took place with a little Union Jack in it. It was a China. Um, Cup and saucer. No five-year-old kid is going to bring that home in one piece. So my mother never really got to use it. But I, I think it's a, I think it's a relevant debate at this particular time in our history. Do we want to continue to be a constitutional monarchy with the head of the British state being also the head of the Canadian state? I don't know that if you were to turn this over in a referendum and had some time for Canadians to hear all sides and and consider and then make a decision, I don't know that we would come up with a percentage of Canadians who by majority would, would say, yeah, let's continue with what we have. I'm not sure, Nino, but what in Quebec, if it were to be decided across the country that the monarchy would no longer be quite being head of state of Canada, would that substantially change the attitude in Quebec as far as sovereignists are concerned? Well, you know, it, it, it helps if uh, it's a good question, Roy, because I, I've, I've sort of uh, thought about that myself in terms of would it make a change? I'm not I'm not sure it would be an, an immediate dramatic change, but it would go a long way towards, at the very least, asking people to be part of a country that is uh, that is proud of itself, that is not subjugated to any other power. At the very least, you're, you're, you have a strong argument for, for a country called Canada in Quebec. So Monsieur Blanchet stating on Tuesday that when he swore his parliamentary oath that he was insincere, your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you know, I, I took some, I took a moment uh, earlier today, knowing we would be speaking about this, to look at the, the, the meaning of allegiance, right? Allegiance. Loyalty or commitment of a subordinate to a superior or of an, uh, or of an individual to a group or cause. So take, let's take this into, in, let's think about this for a moment. Do you think that if we had a serious heart-to-heart conversation with all the members of parliament off the record over a nice glass of scotch or a beer, do you, th- do you think a single one of them will tell you that they were absolutely sincere when they gave that oath. I don't think so. I think Blanchette had the, had the nerve and the guts to actually say it. But I'm not quite sure that, you know, people just don't. They, 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 uh, they take that oath because they have to. I'm not sure that if we gave them an option, many of them would take it. So I just looked up, since you looked up the word allegiance, <laughs> you know me. I looked up. I looked, looked up. up oh. 
I looked, yeah, exactly. I looked up the word oath. Did I? A solemn promise. Hold on, hold on. I didn't interrupt you. A solemn promise often invoking a divine witness regarding one's future action or behavior. Well. So no. when you take an oath. I, 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 ask you again, I ask you again. Do you think Blanchette is the only one who has ever uttered that allegiance and lacked a certain sincerity? Probably not, but I don't know how relevant that is because the others haven't stepped forward and admitted it. Yeah. But, but, but it's very, it's, it's all very timely. It's all very timely. You know, you know, you and I have had many discussions about the future of Canada, the future of Quebec, the future of Quebec outside Canada, the future of Canada with Quebec. Let's start acting like a country and maybe we'll all feel like we should belong. So acting like a country, does that make us then a republic? That would be a very nice thing to be. I think a republic, I think it's something that makes sense. So if there were a president of Canada elected by the people of Canada in a separate election like they have in the United States, so we would elect, for argument's sake, a congress, and then we would elect a president separately. Listen, actually, I'm going to shock you on this. I like the British parliamentary system. I have, you know... Apart from the fact when they bring that staff into the house so that we can start talking, <laughs> you know, essentially, I think the system works very well. In some ways, I prefer it to other forms. So I don't feel the need to change our entire, you know, to, to change the entire system. I do feel the need to, to actually uh, break that link to this monarchy, which is really just a symbol nowadays. Anyway, it means nothing. But on the other hand, it, you know, it is with those symbols until the day when somebody actually invokes it and uses it if it's still in the books. Right. Yeah. So what is the question? You've done enough talk shows. That's how we met. Yeah. Uh, what's the question you would be asking if you're hosting this show today? What's the question you're asking callers? I, I would ask them do they do they, you know, regardless of the political aspect, I know people hate Blanchet and have, are upset at Quebec and everything else. But let's put that put aside. Is but what he is saying? Are we really that far uh, different in this in our thinking than Mr. Blanchet? Right? Is he not right? Is it not time for us to actually break that bond? I will ask that question, Mr. Colavecchio. <laughs> You know, you know, you're you're an interesting guy. I'm so glad we're friends and we got to know even though each other, even though our first meeting was not exactly the most pleasant occurrence in the world. But, I don't uh, know. You you were you were way too well dressed and too handsome. You know, I must have been jealous. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.